The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Fly ball, deep right field, and it's 7-0 OSU. A grand slam for Colin Brigaman. It's a nightmare start for the home team, and the visitors from Payne County have put a touchdown on the board early. Here's Brent Burks, keeps it to the outside. Sam Bennett keeps it in out front. Kachuk is shot. He scores! He scores! Matthew Kachuk, the overtime winner! The Panthers take game one, three, two, the final. Matthew Kachuk ends the marathon, and the Panthers go home happy tonight here in Raleigh. Here comes the freight train across the timeline. Pick his pocket clean. Did Bruce Brown, and Denver's going to win game number two. There's the horn. Denver takes a commanding two games to nothing lead in the Conference Finals. I mean, he can shoot all he wants. It's LeBron James. Good morning, my friend. How you feeling this morning after that incredible performance last night? Have you had a chance to get any sleep? Uh, you know, a few hours. Not many. Uh, <laughs> I've been, been wondering about... Uh, yeah, no, not many. <laughs> it's TJ's fault. Get inside. Get inside. Take shelter. All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Friday, Friday, Friday. T-Row in the morning show time. Nose to nose of the weekend. Stormy morning across the state. Holy cow. I don't know if I've had a lightning bolt actually knock me out of a bed before, but that happened about an hour ago. I found my, I was picking my fat body up off the floor, TJ. I thought it hit our house. Oh my gosh. But we're okay. Don't you worry about us. Thanks for checking on us, TJ. Appreciate it. Unbelievably, we have electricity. Uh, but north half of the state right now is under siege. So uh, everybody just sleep in. That's the best thing to do. Just call in sick and sleep in today. It's the weekend anyway. Take an extra day. Friday has arrived. All Cowboys in game one last night in Bedlam. Four overtimes in the semifinals last night for the NHL. Denver goes up 2-0 on the Lakers. Austin Reeves says... LeBron James can do whatever he wants. He's LeBron James. We got a lot to do today, including taking your text messages as uh, we have arrived at the final day of your work week. Uh, We're here to get you ready. All right. We're here to get you ready and out the door. 
And we start by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J. Perry on the other side of the glass. A good morning, TJ. Looks like rain. <laughs> good morning, Good ER. morning. Is it raining there? It's not raining there, is it? Uh, it has been like pretty hard off and on. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Yeah, I got so when, uh, in the building. When uh, did it storm there? Did you get lightning and everything? Right about the time my alarm was going off, and probably the same thing you were talking about. I was like, holy cow, that was bright. But my alarm had just gone off, so it didn't wake me out of bed. So, yeah. But, yeah, it was loud and bright. So, yeah. Bam. It was like a, it was like a, it was like a lightning bolt is what it was. Um, well, I hate it that you're such a big part of my life, but at 4.45 a.m. or whatever it was, uh, when I saw my life flash in front of my eyes, I, I looked at the radar and I was like, it! it's not even raining in Norman. We're going to have this whole thing again where, wow, what a storm. And TJ's going to go, what storm? But uh, not true. Not I true. It started raining. And it was, uh, what stunk was, it was raining like a light, steady rain on the way to work. And then just as I pull into McDonald's, the skies open up and wind's whipping around and I'm like, Cracking my window. Can I have a black coffee, please? And then they're trying to hand it to me out the drive-thru, and then it just huh. stops again. It just poured for that, like, 30 seconds I was in the drive-thru. Then I get here, pull into the parking lot. Again, just pours as I'm walking in the building. I'm like, all right, well, see how this day's going to go. Interesting. Black coffee today, huh? Well, I bring my own uh, creamer, so I add it to it as I get to work. Yeah. No iced coffee yet? We're not deep enough into the oh, summer Oh, I've had a couple of those on Fridays, the last couple of Fridays. Today, I guess with the rain, I said, yeah. I feel like a black coffee. Yeah. I could see that. It felt yeah. a little cooler because yeah, of the right. rain and everything. You exactly. felt like you needed your spirits warmed. Yes, yes. I understand that. I understand that. So for those who are new to the show, you just get a black coffee, and you bring your own creamer to work with you in a Tupperware. A little, little uh Tupperware container, yeah. Right, because you don't like the creamer that they have at McDonald's. Um, well, this really way I can cute. control the amount that I want and the kind I want, so sure, You yeah. can request the amount you want. Is it a flavoring thing? A flavoring thing, yeah. I know how well, exactly much I want. What is your go-to? French vanilla, sugar-free French vanilla coffee, mate. Is it the sugar-free part of it? That's a big part of it, yes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. got you. I got yeah. you. Okay. All right. Wait, you got to watch your waistline. Got to watch the waistline. You know, you're at the age right we're now. Where you got to watch. You got to count your chickens. calories. Yeah. We are not spring chickens. That's exactly right. How are you today, Teach? Oh, I could be better if you would have done a better job last night, but no it is what it joke. is. No, it is what joke. it is. It is what it is. That's Goodness exactly right. Uh, thumping last night at the old ballpark, huh? Yes. That was no fun at all if you're a Sooner fan. Yeah, no fun and no fun quickly. So it was... I'll tell you how bad it was last night. Uh, I got complimented by a couple of OSU fans on Twitter last night. It's amazing how good of a broadcaster I am when, it's, when uh... the opponent wins. <laughs> when, they're, when they're hitting grand slams. and uh, They uh... hate me when OU wins, but right. when they win, they're like, you know what? Toby's not this bad at baseball. This guy's not that bad. He's really pretty good at baseball. I like him a lot better than at football. I'm He's assuming not... this is on the ESPN Plus broadcast. They're actually uh, tuning in, and they're like, hey, this guy's not yeah. bad. Yeah. You know I, I, You know what? He just said we're playing good, and we're up 13 nothing. I like this guy. Um. Yeah, that was no good, was it? Mm. No, it Mm-mm-mm. wasn't. It wasn't. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. 
Am I right? You're right. You're right. Mm-mm. Well, hey, it is a new day, Teach. So you just got to get up this morning, shake it off, and uh, get back out there. Uh, Kendall Eschbach has tweeted me this morning. Let me see if I can read this here. This thing. Let me put my glasses on at age 49 and a half. Let's see here. Uh, Kendall Eschbach, okay? Uh, you know who that is, TJ. Yes. He tweets us all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, did OU really drop four spots for losing last night? They were 35 before the game, but now 39? Three exclamation points. Please explain. I'm confused by the question, Kendall. Uh, are you three exclamationing that because they only dropped four spots or you don't think they should have dropped four spots? I think the, the dropping from 35 to 39 is actually pretty good. I mean, they got beat 13 got, to 2 at home. They bad, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of expected to wake up this morning and see him in the low 40s. So I don't know Ken, what Kendall's asking. I, I don't know if he... I guess thought he thought quality that, opponent or... you don't drop even in a loss. Well, I get that, but it was at home. It's a little different if it's at home on the road. Um, the once you get to like once you get high enough, you get into the top forty like this. It's a lot easier to drop than go up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. So, like, if they were to bounce back and win today, they would probably vault back in front of where they were last night. Um, Depending on what else happens, but yeah, they're they're thirty nine. That's still a good spot. They need to they really really need to get one of these next two somehow. I mean, both would be awesome, obviously, but they just cannot afford to be swept. If they can get one, I think they're about where they started the week at. I mean, they're still in a they're still in position where if they go into Arlington and win a couple of games, they're going to get into the tournament. They just can't afford to be swept. If they get swept, they're in big trouble. So, fortunately, and we'll talk more baseball coming up, you've watched this team all year, TJ, usually from a distance because you rarely go to the games, but they have gotten hit over the head many times like this and Mm -hmm. been pretty good at coming back. So, hopefully, that's what we see tonight, but. Man, OSU is playing with such confidence. They are. They are. Yeah, and that Stanford series similar. You know, they got just drilled that first game, and you're like, oh, man, Stanford's going to sweep them this weekend and turn into quite the series. So. Well, they gave up 23 in the opener. Right, right. And then beat them 2 nothing the next day. So, now that doesn't mean that's what's going to happen tonight, but they've been a pretty good bounce-back team this year. So, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, Brian... Uh, says, ain't no better way to start my birthday off than listening to T-Row and T.J. Perry on the ref. Happy birthday, Wow, happy Brian. birthday. Happy birthday happy to birthday. you. Happy birthday. What a gift this what is, What a huh? miserable life you must live. What a gift this is the we gift. have given you by being on your radio today. <laughs> Brian didn't want anything else today. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Round two underway at Rochester. They uh, had to, they were suspended. Due to darkness last night, so they are back out on the course early this morning. We'll keep you updated as that goes along. How you doing today, Teach? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm dried out now, so um, just from the rain, people. From the rain, not like bat not like a or sobriety situation yeah. or anything. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to the zitter cobs, by the way, I did get did- a uh, beer bat last night. So didn't put beer in it, but I got the bat. You mean? Are you talking about a beverage bat? 
Uh, I think they were about? specifically called beer bats by OU, so. Right, but I, I'm not putting beer. Did you see the apple juice chugging event they had behind so home plate? So I saw him chunk, uh, chunking the bottle back and forth uh, earlier in the game, and then when I was in conversation with someone, when I heard him announce the contest, but I never, I never put eyes on it, no. It was kind of funny. It was borderline inappropriate, perhaps, but they had two coaches of two little league teams with their teams all gathered around. One of them was called the Sooners, and the other one was called the Boomers, which I thought was pretty cool. And so they got the two coaches, and they got their little league teams all gathered around. They're right behind home plate there. And they filled up the two bats with apple juice. And the two coaches had an apple juice chugging contest. And one of the coaches just like it just disappeared. Like he just poured it right down his throat. It was amazing. It was long, gone in half a second. Right? Yeah. It's like half a second. Uh. So it was. It was kind of funny to have a fake beer chugging contest right in front of a bunch of kids <laughs> last night. <laughs> go couch. Go. Yeah. Uh. No, I'm good though. I'm good though. Well, that's good. That's gonna be a hard thing to fit in your cabinet. That bat. It was a very cool giveaway. Though. No, it is. It is. <laughs> what was funny about it is, like, I got there. Cal stands up. He goes, my phone was going nuts this morning. Why were you guys talking about me? And I said, oh, I jokingly said I would tell Cal to save me a, a beer bat, except I know he's not up listening right now. And he goes, ah, I had an extra and just gave it away. And then he slaps his brother, slaps Al. Al, give TJ your bat. I was supposed to get him one. And Al, like, startled, looks up and, like, hands me sadly his bat. And I go, no, no, no. And he goes, I'll take it. <laughs> Give it to him, Al. So. <laughs> now. That's funny. So, thank you, Cal. Thank you, Al. Yeah. Cal and Al. That's right. All right. Everything good? You had a good day? Good Thursday? Uh, Everything went okay for you I mean, yesterday? Could have gone better yesterday evening. But, yeah, it was a fine day. Fine day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Well, Nothing exciting to report. Ran an errand and grabbed a couple of things and then went to the ballpark. Uh, saw Teddy Lehman at the Jimmy Austin and then headed over to Eldale. I think Ted and Ed came to the game last night. That's what Aaron said. Yeah. No, so they, sorry about that, guys. They did. They did. I think Aaron was there as well. So They'll never be back again. Uh, at one point during the game, Doc comes as as fast as Doc can run up to me. Teddy Lehman. Teddy Lehman. Teddy Lehman. He just left, though. <laughs> it was like the third inning. <laughs> third inning. He, he's like, he was here. Grand he was here. Out. Uh, he was here, but he just left. And I'm like, oh, he just left? Yeah, he's he's gone. He's gone. I'm like, all right. Wow. What a thrill, though, for the OU baseball I team. I know. How about Ted Lehman coming How about that? Yeah. His one uh, well, appearance of the year. It was a good crowd. Everybody was uh, ready to roll last night. Just uh, was not a very good baseball game if you're a Sooner fan. So hopefully uh, – Hopefully we'll have good crowds the next couple of days as well. Oh, I think they'll they be can... even bigger than what they were. Yeah. Uh, last night, last night I was uh I was expecting a really good crowd, but that one surprised me for a Thursday night. But I man, it was a big crowd. My daughter, and uh, so Chloe and some friends. So yesterday was their last day of school. They had a half day yesterday, and uh, her and some of her friends wanted to come to the game last night. So Jenny brought them down. And, uh, you know, they're watching, and at one point, I'm in the TV booth. We had a simulcast last night. So I did the pre and post in the radio booth and the game in the TV booth. 
So the radio booth is open. And Chloe asked if her and her friends could sit in the radio booth for a little while. And I was like, yeah, sure, nobody's in there. You know, I'm sure it's kind of cool if you're a kid, whatever. So anyway, they're down there just chilling in the radio booth. I'm calling the game in the TV booth. And uh, I go check on them after the third inning. And I, I walk in, and Chloe's eyes are like flying saucers. And she's like, I'm so sorry, Dad. I'm so sorry. We just got in trouble. And I was like, what? She said, we were talking, and they were hearing us on national television <laughs> on ESPN Plus, they could hear everything we were saying, and we were, we were talking about our friends and stuff. And she's like, "It, it wasn't bad. It wasn't, it wasn't bad." But I'm so sorry. Somebody just came in here and got us in trouble. They said they could hear us worldwide on here and everything. And I was like, "What are you talking?" So like, my headset was sitting on the counter there, and it, the volume was still up, or the uh, controller was, was still say, up. How from did that the even happen? Okay. So it couldn't, but. I finally like was able to process it in my tiny brain. So we were on simulcast last night, and you know we've gotten complaints before from people in the stadium that when we're simulcast, we're delayed Right, right. on the ref. Uh, I don't know how long, but enough to where it's annoying if you're trying to listen to it in the stadium. Maybe seven or ten seconds, I can't remember. But you're like a pitch behind. So I set up the in-house last night where – you know, we we put a FM frequency out from the booth where if you're in the stadium, you could hear it in real time. And that's what was they they weren't going over the radio, they weren't going over the TV broadcast. They were being picked up on the in-house by how many ever people were gotcha. listening in the stadium, gotcha. which was enough that somebody somebody heard it. It was probably like, hey, there's some kids. <laughs> and uh so I she was just terrified that the whole world had heard her and her friends talking in the booth last night. But uh, anyway, I came home last night. I was like, thanks, Chloe. I've been fired. <laughs> no. Don't do that to her. Yeah. Anyway. 621 in the morning. We are underway on a Friday. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Welcome back. Uh, your tweet you just sent me made me laugh. Uh, hashtag, hashtag go pokes. Go pokes. Back entire law brings you this hour. T-Row in the morning show. Personal injury attorneys. They don't get paid until you win $250 million for their clients. McIntyreLaw.com, 405-917-5200. Can I tell you who one of my favorite uh, – well, it has nothing to do with how much I like him. But I like Rex Holt a lot up at Oklahoma State. I don't think I have ever in my life seen Rex Holt. February or June, Big 12 tournament, Stillwater, Norman – at a restaurant anywhere. Just haven't. Where he ha- I, I got more to say. Oh, where okay. he hasn't been wearing t-shirt, shorts and flip-flops. Every time I see him everywhere, t-shirt, shorts and flip-flops. He's fin- he's fin- so he's, he's basically fin- Teddy Lehman. I mean, that's Yes. Pretty much Teddy well, in November too. So. Except he's wearing like an appropriately sized t-shirt. Okay, go ahead. One thing I figured out last night uh, very quickly, uh, your daughter, 
Uh, big John Spikerman fan, I'm guessing. Big John Spikerman. Uh, at one point, yeah. I'm standing there, and the PA guy's like, Now batting, the center fielder, John Spikerman. And behind me, I just hear, Ow! And I look oh, back because it made me jump, and uh, it's your daughter just strolling by with her group of friends <laughs> screaming for John Spikerman. My daughter <laughs> is at the age where now a sophomore in high school as of yesterday. She is a big fan of the male species right now. <laughs> just basically. in general, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Mm-mm. It was just a drive-by screaming too. It was like they were just walking the concourse and just happened to be right behind me and scared me. I'm like, oh my goodness, the John Spikerman fan. I turn around and go, oh, it's Clay Rowland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that was right before she got in trouble for. That's right before yeah she yeah. got uh, thrown out of the game yeah. Uh, my kid got in trouble last night too. So uh, at the game, at the game, yeah. What was he doing? Standing at a spot down there. You know where he stands almost every game down there at that wall uh, at the lower concourse. Maybe yeah. you haven't noticed, but every game, like we've been to, he stands it's down there. It's a prime position to go multiple right by directions the for a foul. Ball. Yes, right by the mm-hmm. tunnel, he can go. Uh, last night he saw the crowd. He goes, "I'm not even trying tonight." So, oh wow, um, what a poor attitude. But he was standing down there, and I guess. Him and his friend come walking up the stairs all sad in a second. I said, what's going on? He goes, ah, that lady told us to go to our seats. I said, you go back down there, and you tell that lady, uh, almost every game that I've been to this year, this is my seat. And he goes, really? I go, yeah, go ahead. And he went back down the stairs, and I'm like, oh, great. Don't go tell her that. Then she didn't run him off again, so I don't know what was going on with her. So. <laughs> they were standing on the concourse? Were they in anybody's way? No, they were just leaning on that wall yeah. right there. So, yeah. Always fan-friendly, the security at Mitchell Park. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, that's the first time he's ever had anything said to there. him. You can't so. stand there. You can't sit there. Don't do that. No, whatever you do, don't do that. <laughs> but he was fine, though. He just... I saw they had, like, they had, they allowed you onto part of the hill last night. Yeah, they, the, like, the marked red off rope. The upper, yeah, the upper part of the hill. Yes. That was uh-huh. new, wasn't it? Uh, that was the first time this year that I remember that, yes. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, this came in uh, before we came on the air, 547 this morning on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. 32 runs in two games given up to OSU. I've only watched these two games this year. OU needs pitching. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for being such thanks a big you, fan. Thanks for your observation, yeah. those two yeah. games. <laughs> Based on the two games I've watched this year. This texter yeah. says uh, we won't be unhitching the wagon anytime soon. Hmm. It's a baseball game, people. Come on. Maybe they get swept this weekend, and they may. OSU's hot right now. They're a good baseball team, but it's baseball. They could flip the other way tonight and be, you know, 13-2. to two. So we'll see. Uh, Kendall says, yes, TJ, that's what I was meaning. I thought uh, because of a quality opponent. Yeah, but still a home loss, well, I mean. Remember this too, Kendall. Everything else matters, too. For example, Dallas Baptist lost last night. Uh, Houston lost last night. Gonzaga lost last night. So when you're talking about the RPI, what matters most is what you do. But everybody else on your schedule also has an indirect impact on your RPI. Honestly, I thought they would drop to the 40s. So 39, they're still in a good spot. I mean, in the 30s is 
gold. They're still ahead of TCU, Texas Tech, and Kansas State in the RPI. Just can't afford to – you just can't get swept. And back to the – back to the, uh, you know, well, the point that they've given up 32 runs. Uh, they gave up 12 to Ohio State. I'm looking through double-digit runs allowed this year, okay? 13 to TCU, 23 to Stanford, 16 to Stanford, 10 to Baylor, 13 to Tech, 19 to Oklahoma State, and then uh, they gave up 12 in a win over Gonzaga last weekend. In every circumstance this year, except for one, they came back to win the next game. They lost the opener to Texas Tech 13-7 to in 10 innings. Remember, that was the game they had a chance to win in the bottom of the ninth, and then Tech put a six spot on the board in the 10th and came back and lost the next day. But in every other game, they came back to win the very next game. Doesn't mean it's going to happen tonight. It's just proof that this team has done a good job at having a short memory. They have not been bothered by taking a beating. So we'll see. We'll see. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Chico in Philly. Good morning, Chico. And uh, last one here for this segment says, uh, this, oh, these are all caps. Am I supposed to be yelling this? Yeah. I think this is Brian in Tulsa saying, the T-Row in the morning show is a great way to start off my birthday. Boomer. Thank you, Brian. Uh, weather <laughs> update from Dr. Clazel. Because we got in, we got softball regionals starting today at four o'clock, and then we got bedlam baseball tonight, both in Norman. Uh, here's the latest: heavy rain rolling through this morning will end and reduce to widely scattered rain showers through the morning. Showers will become more isolated this afternoon, with most of us staying dry. A strong cold front will arrive sometime in the four to five p.m. time frame. What? So the softball game starts at four. Well, relative cold frame and switch winds out of the north to 20 to 25 miles an hour in gusty. The north winds will stay strong and gusty all evening with falling temperatures through the 60s during the game this evening. A bit of fall football feel to the evening. Uh, When the front rolls through from 4 to 5, there will be a low chance of a brief shower. However, the fast movement of the front will limit the duration of any potential shower to 15 to 30 minutes or less with no weather impacts other than gusty winds for the remainder of the evening. So sounds like baseball should be fine, just wind blowing in, and maybe bring a sweatshirt. Softball should be fine, maybe a chance of a rain shower in that four to five hour there, but it's not a big percent chance. So sweatshirts could be the uh, order of the day today if you're headed to softball or baseball. 634, back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Part of the problem, problem's the right word, an interesting characteristic, how about that, of the OU fan base is... We are so spoiled by the softball team 
that I think sometimes we forget the reality of what baseball and even softball like is really like. Like you win some games, you lose some games. You go along in a season. Kansas beat Tech in Lubbock last night. Is Kansas better than Tech? No. They had a good night. They lost. I, you just don't, if you're an OU softball fan, you just never lose, right? If it's not a run rule, you're like, what happened tonight? Why weren't we at our best? It was only four to nothing tonight. What was the deal? So when you do switch over or go to a OU baseball game or whatever, and you're like, yeah, we're garbage. We're terrible. No, it like it's this is normal, okay? That what Patty Gasso has built is a magic castle on the top of a hill. That's not normal. Winning some and losing some. Remember last year when they made it to Omaha and they're playing for the national championship and a guy got thrown out at third base and everybody's like, oh, "We got to get a new third base coach." Uh, uh, dude, welcome to OU baseball. Like where have you been all season? So I think we get so used to winning every game. Oh, you, if you're an OU softball fan, winning every game, that when you don't win every game, you're like, man, I mean, we're just terrible, I guess. 29 and 23, we're only we, 39 in the RPI. Why we do we even have a program? Think again. Yeah. <laughs> Bronx on the way home last night, he's like, why are we so bad this year? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, so anyway, hopefully they'll bounce back tonight. We shall see. We shall. We shall see, Teach, right? We shall see. Um, What was I wanting to mention to you this segment? Um, hmm. <laughs> already forgot good night everybody uh we'll talk to you guys i'm kind of out yeah you got anything you want to talk about for the next two no i'm just kidding two hours and 20 minutes uh a hockey game last night went four overtime like five and a half hours i don't watch hockey but i was watching the highlights this morning panthers three two over the hurricanes four uh, four overtime they said the uh i think it was the florida play-by-play guy called the game by himself last night did not have a color analyst which I don't know how much in hockey that is a difference because you're you're talking constantly it's anyway. Constantly but it sounds like it would speed, yeah, yeah. It sounds like it would still make it even tougher. But three periods plus four overtimes, five and a half hours of hockey by yourself. Whew! Can you imagine? I mean, playing the game would probably actually be even harder. But you know, Pinto says, "Yeah, I can't imagine." No, Piece Pinto of cake. Calls- Two uh, two hours, two and a half. This guy went five and a half hours. What a what a marathon that was. Uh, around the rest of the league last night in the Big Twelve, uh, Kansas, as I mentioned, a road win at Texas Tech last night. They scored two in the ninth inning to win that one, three to one. Um. Kansas State walks off TCU in Manhattan. Two runs in the bottom of the ninth to win it 7-6. to six. TJ, don't look now. Can I say something that I shouldn't – that are going to yeah, make don't some people say mad? It. Don't say it. Well, 
It's true, though. Like, Pete's doing a really good job up there. They're having a good season. They're having a really good season. Yeah. Seven to six last night. Texas, 12-2 over West Virginia. It was kind of the best-case scenario for both state teams last night. OSU was trying to catch West Virginia for the Big 12 title. And they gained a ground because the Mount, uh, gained a game because the Mountaineers lost last night. So the Cowboys now within one. OSU has to sweep, and West Virginia has to get swept. Otherwise, Mountaineers will be the one seed because they won the series over OSU. And obviously, it wasn't the best case scenario for the Sooners because they lost. But TCU and Texas Tech both also lost. So they didn't lose any ground to those guys in the Big 12 race. For me, that's kind of the it's kind of the most important thing for OU going forward here, Teach. Like I was talking about this with Chad last night. All of their metrics are really good, except for their conference standing. You know, RPI, strength of schedule, road victories, uh, playing well down the stretch, all that kind of stuff. They're better, I don't know if you saw the tweet I put out yesterday, kind of comparing all the Big 12 teams. Yeah, I did see that. They're better than TCU and Tech, and for the most part, K-State in all of the metrics. Mm -hmm. They're just in seventh place in a nine-team league that's not super strong this year. And I just have a hard time believing seven teams are getting in. Now, that doesn't mean OU would be the team that gets lopped off, but I'd feel so much better about things if they could finish fifth or sixth. So TCU and Tech losing last night helps. They're still in the same spot going into the day they were. And a big part of their problem is last night, first games of series. Man, they cannot oh, win man. first games of series. You oh. you you get half of those. Um, that's what, three, four more wins? And it completely changes two. everything you're looking at right now. They've won two out of ten. Yeah. So. Two out of the last ten. So I think that only means they've won one opener. Let me get my schedule here. In Big 12 In play. In Big 12 play. Texas, I think, is the only team they've – here we go. Uh, TCU lost the opener. Kansas State lost. Baylor lost. Tech lost. Texas won. Kansas lost. West Virginia lost. OSU lost. That It's incredible that they're – Anywhere close to having a chance to go to the NCAA tournament when they lose the opener of every series. Every every, every series. And some of those badly. Yeah. So. TCU 13 to 5. Mm-hmm. K-State 7 to 1. Stanford is non-conference, but 23 to 11. Baylor 10 to 6. Tech 13 to 7. Texas, they won 2 to 1. Kansas 8 to 2. West Virginia nine to three, and last night thirteen to two. You're right. There hasn't uh, was there even a close one in there. No. Well, one of them went to ten innings, and that's the question. I know that we're probably immediately getting. Then why is Douthat still your Friday night guy? Okay, so. great question, and let's discuss that going forward. We got to get to a break. Let's seven o'clock. Let's talk about what they got to do here in the Big Twelve tournament because I think you bring up a great question. 405-651-3439. If you want to jump in on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line today, 
rainy Friday morning in the great state of Oklahoma. We'll be back. Did you miss one of our shows? Don't beat yourself up, because we've made it easy for you to beat that Ref Army FOMO. Catch up on shows and interviews you might have missed with the Ref Podcast page. Just go to KREF.com and click on the podcast page. Or go check out your favorite podcast provider and search for KREF, the home of Sooner fans. Here for you 24-7, 365 at the KRF Podcast page. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. McIntyre Law brings you this hour, your personal injury attorney, 405-917-5200, McIntyreLaw.com. He's an executive producer on a movie, big-time movie coming out soon. Uh, speaking of which, that Flowers of the, uh, what's the uh, name of that, the Flowers of the... Uh, Killers of kill, the Killers Flower of the Flower Moon. Moon. That preview. Holy cow. I read the book. You did read the book. You need to read the book before you go to the movie. Fantastic. It is a great, a real life. Well, it's a terrible story. It's a great read. It's a terrible event. Yes, but it it is a true to life part of Oklahoma history, and uh, I can't wait to see this. It's got De Niro in it. It's got DiCaprio. It's going to be great. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line: Toby is talking hockey. What's next? The Bruins Power Hour? No. Now, but five, come on, four overtimes? I mean, man, whew, what a game. Uh, Big difference in winning some, losing some. The two games against OSU, we've been completely worked. They've been non-competitive games. That's true. Yeah, that was what was disappointing last night was... Um, the way that game started, but yet you still had a chance to get out of it with no damage, and you get a tailor-made double play ball, and uh, Jackson boots it, and no oh, man, you still get out of it with just the one given Booted up, on in the, in and next inning, and the too. next inning too. He did not have a good game last no. night, and had a really rough start to that game. That game last night reminded me a little bit of my son's age group right now. Shouldn't have had an, uh, well, he didn't get the error because he got the out at first deal, but you shouldn't have had that situation play mm-hmm. out. You had uh, lots of walks and hit batsmen. <laughs> Guys just advancing and scoring on walks. It very much felt like a 12U uh, well, game last night. <laughs> just sloppy. But that's been their season, and this is kind it of is. back to it my is. point. I know if you just hop on, again, if you hop on and you like watch the game and you're non-competitive Oklahoma State, all that kind of stuff, I, I get you. It's hard to stomach. They're your bedlam rival. They kicked your butt. I get it. It's hard to tuck. But if you've watched OU baseball this year, that's kind of been their MO. Is when they lose, they give up 100 walks and they get crushed. Yes. And then when they win, he tends to go with the front-line guys. Like, he I think the guy, the number of guys Skip feels like he can trust, and rightfully so, is fairly small on this pitching staff. Carmichael, Hit, Carter Campbell, Will Karsten, maybe a couple of other guys, but, I mean, that's kind of it, you know? And last year, frankly, when they almost won the national championship, it was like four guys at the end of the year, maybe five. It was the three starters and Trevin Michael, and you kind of held your breath if you needed a a bridge guy, right? Carter Campbell or Carson Atwood or somebody. So it's not odd this time of year for anybody that you kind of get down to your five or six guys. 
Well, when you got a game like last night that gets away from you early, Skip has taken the approach. I'm not using my front line guys tonight. I'm saving them for a closer game. I'm getting everybody else some work. This might be ugly, but Julian Hashem is getting some work. Calhoun is getting some work. Peyton Olenek is getting some work. Same thing happened up in Stillwater. Fell behind early, turned into a, ga- a game where nine or ten guys got out there and got a little work in. And he's been willing to take the lump and save his frontline guys, which I think is the way you got to do it when you don't have ten guys that you trust. Yeah, that was obvious last night, too, with um, with Braxton. When he went out to that mound visit and left him, it was a, all right, it's already seven runs on the board. I don't want to burn through a bunch of guys. So reset, see if you can uh, figure some things out, work through some things, and uh, I'm going to let you get do us that. Get us a few more outs. Get us a yeah. few more outs. I'm going to try to get you a little deeper in the game. So, yeah, right. there's no doubt. Yeah, because when it was 3 nothing, he had Carter Campbell up in the pen. Right, right. And as soon as the grand slam was hit, he was like, all right, forget my, it. My I ain't approach using is Carter tonight. Yeah, yep. right. Yeah. So, uh, let's see here. T-Row, the Carolina play-by-play guy, said they took away the coffee after the second OT in the press box area. <laughs> Oh, somebody get him a, a caffeine drip, man. Whew. I think they play again. Well, it's, surely it's not tonight. Surely they get a day off. But, man, I can't even. I can't fathom calling hockey, period. It seems impossibly difficult, much less five or four overtimes. All right, break time, top of the hour. It is uh, 7 o'clock on a Friday morning. T-Row with the morning show on the ref. We'll be back.